All right, Grizz Nation, we are back. It feels great because we got a W on our side. Heck yeah. Uh, but, but first, guys, uh, like to uh, rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast wherever you get the podcast at. We greatly appreciate that. Helps us get out into the algorithm and all that jazz that I don't get, but it gets us out there. So make sure you do that. Uh, also, you can get us on Instagram and Twitter at Fight on Montana to leave us questions. Uh, we also leave it at the Egris page and and stuff like that. So get a hold of us, guys. We want to we want to hear from you. Uh, but yeah, Luke, how are you, man? I am doing well. Uh, it's always great to be uh, you know get the win, and then it makes Monday a little bit better, especially when you have to go back to work knowing that you won over the weekend. So it does, it does. Uh, well, before we get into the uh, recap of UC Davis, guys, we're just gonna try to recap and do some grizz roundup of, of some sports that are not football but they are important to us uh ladies volleyball they went down to northern colorado uh they lost 3-1 uh pretty pretty uh close for the first uh, for the first game um then kind of back and forth uh but i believe northern colorado is like the defending champions as well so uh tough game uh then the ladies went down to flagstaff that was a really close. They lost 3-2, um, but the last match they lost by two two points. Um, they are at Dahlberg Arena against Idaho this Thursday at 7 p.m. And then they have uh, Eastern Washington coming to town on Saturday at 2 p.m. So definitely go support them. If you're in Missoula, definitely go support them and uh, cheer on those uh, volleyball people. So it's it's awesome. Awesome to watch them. I, I, I can't make it, but volleyball is, is amazing. I, I, I would never be good at it because I don't think I could jump. I am, I'm pretty white, <laughs> and I cannot jump. I do not have a vertical leap, but uh, that is not a sport that I would be good at. I, I enjoy playing a little uh, beach volleyball and stuff. There you go. Nice thing yeah. is, though, if you can't make the game, ESPN Plus. Exactly. It's, uh, it's so nice. You can watch it on your phone or wherever you're at if you got ESPN Plus. Yep. Not that we're sponsoring ESPN Plus. It's just nice that we can you know, get games on all sports wherever we want, anytime. But if ESPN Plus wants to sponsor us, oh yeah, we'll, we'll get, <laughs> like, give us a call. Like, we'll, yeah, we'll we'll talk to you about it. That would be awesome. Um, we're not going to turn down sponsorships by no. any means. Uh, Idaho, uh, let's go to soccer. So they Grizz played Idaho State uh, in Missoula, and they win. One nil going to the Grizz side. They played. They only had one game that weekend, um, I believe, because they had the Weber State game, uh, which they won two to one. Uh, and so they just continue winning. Um, yeah. They have a record of nine two and three, which they're three zero and one in the conference. Um, that's crazy. Win percentage of like eight seventy five. Yeah, or eight seven five. Um, they play this week, guys. They are. Thursday, they are at Northern Arizona. That'll be a tough game. Um, and then they play Greeley, uh, Northern Colorado, on Sunday. So they are all these games, like we have always said, they are on ESPN+. Plus. Uh, what's nice, on Thursday, that's an 8 p.m., so that you can watch that at night. Uh, we can watch them anytime, but that, that's kind of a nice kind of get yourself into – the football mood of, of watching soccer. So definitely go support them. Uh, if, if you're in Flagstaff or Greeley, go support them too. Man, I can't, you know, playing football at that elevation is hard enough. 
soccer soccer like the hardest like in oh. sport ever i can't imagine playing soccer well, it, it, it's like, yeah oh gosh i wonder if it's inside or outside i haven't i haven't watched uh it's probably in their dome. It might be in, the, in this in the walk-up sky dome. I'm not sure. Yeah, it very well could be, but still, I mean, yeah, that's uh, whew. yeah, <laughs> not would not be fun. Yeah. Well, that's all I have, uh, Luke. You want to get into this game? So, heck yeah, let's get into this game. It was yes. Uh, uh, so, if you have not uh, known about this game, uh, Grizz, go to Cal. Not Cal Poly, wow, UC Davis. Uh, and they pull off a, you know, I think it was the game of the week, wasn't it? Yeah, I think so. I mean, yeah, there was only, I mean, a couple, there was a lot of big sky teams on buys this week, but yeah, yep. we, uh, we were, I mean, two ranked opponents. Yep. So I think it was the only ranked, two ranked opponent game. And there's like only like three big sky games. And I think that this next couple of weeks, there's like not very many games because I think every big sky team has their bye week in this like yeah. three three week span. Yeah, there's a lot um, of guys coming up right now. Yeah, yeah. So we uh we get the win 31-23 against a, a UC Davis team that is talented. Uh it was a great game. But uh Luke, what did you see? What, what were your thoughts on on just what you saw and then we can kind of break it down by the numbers and then go into offense sure. and defense. Well I, I gotta say um I was impressed with our offensive line play. Uh, it definitely feels like it's just improving uh, from week to week. Um, one thing I'll say right away is we saw Hunter McGinnis back in there, number 61. Mm-hmm. I was watching him on purpose, and uh, I think he learned his lesson. He was yep. hustling everywhere, down the field, running. He's uh, at one point, He, I mean, I saw him run down there, pick our guys up. They're getting tackled. I mean, he uh, he is hustling, and he has some good motivation, so – um, we, we called him out before for what happened. So I wanted to, you know, give him some props, man. That guy, kid's playing hard and way to, way to step up and ball out like that and, and play hard and show your team like, Hey, I, I still mean business. So, well, and to take that, to take what he probably got to, yeah. uh, from the media and from fans like that, that's, well, that's all media. that's what that I don't, Oh yeah. I mean, he needed to crush him. And I don't think I ho- hopefully he wasn't online for any of that. Cause th- that wouldn't be good. <laughs> no. Um, but yeah, it was it was good to see. I, I saw him like run down the field and like flip over a guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, just just good on him for you know turning around and is yeah. busting ass out there and and doing the right thing. So I'm sure that's got to inspire his teammates too and show the rest of them. Um, but overall, I, I thought the offensive line play was really good. Their blocking is really good, and I mean they really respond to Clifton. And so yeah, they do. Um, they do. I, like I said before, I think Vidlak is a better passer, but I'm on the Clifton train now. I mean, he's he's got the team inspired, it feels like. And, yeah, he does miss a few passes, but at the same time, there's other factors that he has. I mean, the way he can run the ball and stuff. And uh, yeah. now that first drive when we just marched it down the field, I was pumped. I'm like, oh, my God, we're going to score. And as he's running, he's carrying it like a basket. I'm like, you don't carry the ball that way. Yeah. This guy comes up and just – does what you're taught, yeah. slaps the ball right out. Yeah. Uh, now, later on in the game when he was running, if you notice, he's carrying it much more high and tight. Yeah. So yeah. someone was coaching him up on the sideline. I think he'll you'll never see him carrying up to like a bread basket again. But, uh, you know, that just – it sucked because, man, that was – I mean, just – we were driving right down the field, and it was – I think he thought, oh, I'm walking in. Oh, yeah. 
you know, it's the, it was the feeling I got like, oh, I got this, and that guy comes up from behind you, which is unfortunate. Yeah. Well, good thing you know it was farther down where the the field p- position didn't hurt them as well. Yeah. Um, and then the the defense responded that next series and just shut down. I think it was the first two stand uh, two uh, possessions that uh, UC Davis had the defense, especially the linebackers um, denying their crossing routes were in those, those slants and just, you know, hitting the ball down really deterred them. And, and they had a lot of passing yards, but it really kind of deterred them from getting things started right away. Yeah. Um, and so the, I was really proud about that, but yeah, you got to give it to McDowell uh, and then fonts, my goodness gracious, those catches, were absolutely amazing. Uh, if you do not know, he won Big Sky Player of the Week. Well, deserved. Uh, well, well deserved. Five catches, ninety-nine yards, two touchdowns, and most of that was, I believe, in the wasn't most of that like the the second half. Yeah, I mean he he was balling out. Yeah, yeah. Was it so, Fonts that made the catch where he fell and then? Or was yep. that? Yeah, that was fun. Yep, in the in the in the he in falls the, and the thing's loose and he grabs the whole. I mean, that is yeah. just. I mean, the concentration on that. It's like, well, just the the one that surprised me was the one where he went up, oh, got God. it, <laughs> and just like over two two guys, yeah. just like went up and got that. I was like, oh, he is did so the old did the old Randy Moss. Yep. <laughs> you know, yep. it's like, yeah, he was he was just having a game. Like yeah. it was. That's what we. I love seeing that though. Like letting these kids ball out and stuff and. Yep. Uh, the offense looked like they were having fun out there. Oh, yeah, they were going. Mm-hmm. It, it was something that, you know, you didn't, didn't see. And then Gilman with that run, holy cow. Oh, my God. So that, was the, yards. that was the one where uh, where McGinnis was running and did that summer yep. thing. Yep. So um, I got so I got a funny story about this, that 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 play right there with Gilman. Where he okay. comes around and does the huge run. So this weekend um, – friend of mine who actually graduated graduated from university of montana got married and so there's a whole bunch of us grizz fans i mean we got grizz fans from haver glasgow whitefish missoula uh, all at this wedding and we're watching the game on our phones so while that play is happening his daughter is up singing karaoke at the reception (laughs) and she finishes right as gilman scores and we all go nuts i mean we're screaming and yelling and she thought all the cheering was for her. It was so <laughs> we were like, oh, she thinks it's her. So we just kept cheering and like made it think it was her too. But we all went nuts because of that play. But then <laughs> cheered her on too, and she'll never know because no one's ever going to tell her. She's like, uh... I think she's six years old, and she just was like, this is the greatest thing ever. The whole crowd's just going crazy over me, oh, high fiving and stuff. And that is awesome. It was just it was a cool moment that the song ended right as he scored that touchdown. So, oh, that is awesome. It was just fun. Yeah, fun. I mean, it was a cool reception because we're not all we're all watching the game yet we're trying to be into the you know mm-hmm. and things like that that are the goings on and yep. just here's people looking up at each other from across the thing and high you know giving thumbs up and giving touchdowns you know things like that <laughs> uh as we're all trying to watch the game at this wedding reception but i mean you're not supposed to you know you're supposed to watch the bye week and then that that's when you put your wedding not exactly, not exactly right who has a who has an october wedding that's just especially not- when you have graduate but the thing, so the great thing was, after we win the game, the bride grabs the mic and she goes, "Those of you who don't know, the Grizz won," and like everybody went nuts again. <laughs> so she was on board too. It was pretty cool. That's awesome. That's awesome. Well, yeah, I, I have to, I have to agree with you. You know, the, you know, we it started out with a lot of running, but they did use some of the crossing routes and the slants 
And what I was really impressed with is the screen passes where that's where I think this next week, the Grizz could uh, really take advantage of uh, the Vandals as those screen passes uh, where I think Eastern Washington really got them on those um, when they played them. So uh, really, really watch out for the screen passes this, this week, something that could really, really go well for us. Mm-hmm. Um, and then just the turnover in the end, the red zone was, was kind of, I was like, oh no, oh no, what, 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 how are we going to respond to this? Because we were doing so well. The second uh, one, you mean? Yeah. Oh, the first one with, with okay. uh, McDowell, but then yeah. the second one too. Yeah. Um, but then, you know, we end the, the play. Why can't we end, like, this just bothers me. Why can't we end a, a game with the ball? Like, why do we always have to give it back to the other side? Like, yeah. literally, we can't get a first, like, that that's the one thing that pisses me off is we cannot get a first down to save yeah. our lives when it matters. Like it, it just, yeah, it, it was, and it was, it was the, they ran, I believe the same running play yeah. three times, almost three times. I believe three times, at in, least a row. Twice same different side. three times in a row. Yeah. 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 Different side. I, I, like, I get he's trying to bleed the clock, but I agree. It's like, especially with McDowell. And I mean, he's like this giant running back basically. Yeah. You know, maybe let him go out on yeah. at least first or second down, see if he can get some yards and get as close to the marker. Because we get a couple, like a first down there, game's over. Game's over, and it just, it just, why do we have to have that anticipation where, where it's killing me inside? Where I'm like, oh crap, they got the ball. Oh crap, they're making a, you know, going down the field with it. It, it, it just really, really, really just, and then the the unsportsmanlike con. I, I don't really, I, I have a question about those. What are you like? I did not see them. I think, and, and they didn't show them. I was looking for one that Braxton Hill did. So I never really saw one Braxton. If you watch close, you can see him talking to the coaches. Like, mm-hmm. I think it was way far away from the play. And I'm thinking he just, he's like, I just pushed, pushed the him. guy. I think what happened was he didn't know the play was over. Oh, okay. Was like still, you know, because our guys play until they know the thing's over. And I think that's yeah. what happened. Um, as far as like Bobby's, he talked about it at QB Club. We're not supposed to say much. So <laughs> it, it looks like he would like, and from this, it, I, was, I, it I, was warranted. It okay, was so warranted. It, when I did, like he was very, very pissed off, and he was talking to the the side yeah. rep a lot. It was his first one ever. I did not know that. I was kind of wow. surprised to find that out. But yeah, if you so if you want to hear things like that, join the QB Club. You can find <laughs> out more. Um, but yeah. Oh, that's funny. Uh, so offensively, what did the, the, let's just go through the numbers. So I got the numbers here. So uh, running guys, we had a 181 yards. That's 4.6 average, which is awesome. That's team. awesome. Uh, UC Davis had 76 yards with a three average. Passing, we uh, passed for 243 yards, 7.6 average. You know, UC Davis did get us on that 359 yards of That was passing. our best passing game, wasn't it? Yep, I believe yeah. it was. We still averaged the same amount uh, than UC Davis as well. So uh, total 424 for Grizz, 435 for UC Davis. Um, The penalties, seven for us for 71 yards, four for 25 yards for UC Davis. Uh, The time was really close. It was, you know, 20-some seconds, 30-some seconds. 30-14 for us, 29-46 for them. This was the killer, though. We are nine for 19 and third down. Um, that that's one of the keys I think I think that we 
finally solved getting um, short plays mm-hmm. where they are a lot better. They weren't, weren't third and long. Um, and then UC Davis, six for 15. Uh, one thing that was really interesting is we flipped the field on them really, really well. Our punt return average was 23. Yeah. Their punt return average was negative six. Oh, my gosh. I didn't realize it was negative. Negative six. Yeah, their Our special teams was killing it out yeah. there. Um, they try, I don't understand what Hawkins was thinking when they did that fake punt. Like, uh, that, that surprised me. I was like, whoa, yeah. I'm glad our guys covered it so well. But, yeah. like, it didn't – like, the play around previous and that, I was just like, it didn't make sense to me why no. he runs the fake punt there. Um, unless it's, like, one of these things where the, the, his his special teams reads it and they decide on it. But, I mean, I doubt that. I mean, I don't know. It just – it was – that was kind of wonky. I didn't think they should run that there. But, hey, yeah. I was glad they did, and I'm glad we stopped it and, you know, took advantage. Yeah, the kick return average was 34 for us and 20 for them. So, you know, we, we did get to have that uh, that win on special teams as well. So I really um, thought Bergen was going to bust one. Like, there was a few times it was just like – He was like, close. Was that one where he caught and the guy came, he had this, like, kick step run. Yep. Cool as hell. I was like, oh, my God. I mean, that kid is just, like, oozing full of talent. I mean, just yes, like – oh, I. I I wouldn't be surprised if he doesn't bust one this week against Idaho, just because like it feels like when it feels like they're getting that close, it's like oh man, they're gonna you know if yeah. Idaho decides that they want to punt to him. Um, See, but I don't think uh, if you punt to him, like you're just asking for something. Well, to happen, I like, wonder if the coaches are kind of cocky enough, or the ex kind of uh, cocky enough, where I'm like oh we can cover him, we got this, and yeah, you know, kick him and find out is what I say. <laughs> please please i i love watching it i just love like anytime it doesn't matter it's like you he, he's one of those talents where you're like okay he caught the ball okay oh, oh, oh. you just know something could happen yeah. it's just amazing so. it reminds me of the old to get your popcorn ready exactly i mean exactly oh yeah uh, he, very jerry louis jerry louis mcgee yeah where, or, where he was like that as well old school old lavander seegers man he used to be that way lb yeah. just oh yeah just we've had a lot of you know it's crazy over the years how many good returners we've had i mean mary oh, yeah. Tommy, i mean flowers on the list flower i mean all the yeah, yeah flowers i mean just it's like we just keep plugging these guys in it's just amazing so yeah well and jamal and then it was jamal adams wasn't he he, he was a kick returner wasn't he yeah, i think so he was a good one as well. So, yeah. uh, let's get into defense. You know, the penalties uh, kind of elongated some of those drives, that yeah. first couple of drives where they got into it, where if we didn't have those penalties, it, it would have been, wouldn't have been close for a yeah. while. Um, yeah. So, uh, it gave them momentum. Um, I really, really liked seeing Riley. Riley played. Riley Wilson played really well. He was playing. Uh, so, did you notice? Like, he doesn't wear knee pads. Like, no. He. I was like, man. Like, as a linebacker, I mean, I thought it was a, you were supposed to. I thought you had to have something in there, but he's got them pulled up like halfway up his legs. I'm like, yeah. boy, that's strange. I mean, it's just like maybe it makes him run faster. He feels like, but I was surprised that like the refs were getting to let him get away with that because I thought. You had at least have them pulled down and have something in there. Yeah. Like even the kickers have to have, looks usually have to have something, but I don't know. I was yeah. surprised about that. It's just one of those little things. I was just like, huh, that's different. Yeah. yeah I was so going- he, he's back and he looks like he is healthy. Yeah. 
because he gives us that pressure, that that ability to get pressure, um, which was really interesting. We didn't have any sacks again this game. So that made sense to me. Like if you yeah. watch Hastings, he gets that out he, quick. Well, he was yeah, he wasn't doing big drop. He's getting <laughs> that ball up so fast. We didn't have no time to get back there and get a yeah. sack. It was just boom, boom, throw, boom, boom. Yeah. Decision making was so fast. It was like there's just no way that you can get back there. I mean, if he was doing seven step drops, then yeah, you have time to get back there. But he was getting that ball out fast. Yeah. Well, and I think that that was the key too for them is, is don't let the Grizz get their guys yeah. on you. Um, and especially with him, with mm-hmm. his uh, ability this year to turn the ball over, I think that they were trying to plan. Hey, let's get it out of his hands. They did not have uh, Lars or I think Lane Larson or whatever. Yeah. Well, which, and we knew that last week that he was yeah. in there, and yep. And yeah. that was a that was, honestly that that would have probably. I'm not going to say it would have changed the game, but that would have been a dynamic where yeah. it would have changed kind of some of the things that we are probably doing, just because he is such a good talent oh, yeah. that, that kind of expands their playbook. Um, where. Yeah, they, they just did not have him, and they were one-dimensional. Yeah, <laughs> they were going to throw the ball. If he would have been playing, it definitely would have made a difference. Yeah. You know? But that's part of football. I mean, we yep. all deal with injuries. I mean, look at our D-line. They've been really in- injured. Um, I did notice Cashmaner was back playing. Yep, I saw that too. Not a lot of plays, but, hey, he's getting back there, which is great because we need all the help we can get just for depth. Um, exactly. So good to see you. Know, one of the things, and you tell me if I'm crazy, man. I, I'm getting worried with the penalties um, just because we're averaging so many. Yeah. Because if you look at – and the unsourcing-like conducts are very, very unorthodox of what Bobby does. Yeah. Um, and so – but with the amount of penalties, you know, there's an illegal substitution that basically negated an interception. So – um, I think I can talk about this. They talked about it at QB Club. I, a lot of us didn't understand what was going on. Yeah, so I, I, I can talk about this because it's it's the rule. So basically, I didn't know this. On that play before, you see um, the Davis guy catch the ball and he goes out of bounds. Well, mm-hmm. The rule states, according to what Bobby was saying, that when their player goes out of bounds on their sideline, the defense has to have a chance to substitute. And so our guys oh. are substituting, and the ref, you know, usually you see him run, run up there and hold the quarterback. You see him mm-hmm. do that, like, all over the, in the NFL and the college. Yeah. They stop him. They didn't do that. They were supposed to. Hmm. So we got our guys exchanging, and they weren't hustling. He, and they, they, he showed us some film. I was like, that's why they weren't hustling, because that's the rule. We are supposed to get a chance to sub. And the refs let him snap the ball when they shouldn't have. And ah. caused that penalty. So, I mean, there's... Yeah, I mean, that's hmm. the rule. We were doing the rule correctly. They didn't do what they were supposed to do. And so, I mean, we're supposed to get that chance to change. Yeah. When that happens, apparently, and they didn't let us. And so um, I'm glad Bobby didn't get another penalty by because I would have just, if I was the coach, I'd have been living. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Blown up. So if you get, you get two unsportsmanlike conduct penalties, you're out for the next half. Or, is it next half or next game? I don't know. I'm not sure how that. It's. I think it works I kind of it, like the targeting thing. Like I thought it was too. And I think that's a half, isn't it? You get the whole game, but if you if you're in the second half, you take the next half of the next game, sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, so, I think so. Yeah, but yeah. that's it's like like when it comes to penalties, like the penalties that I that bother me the most are like 
when O linemen or receivers are jumping off sides on the offense. Well, we had one of those where they get they negated it because they declined it because they got like a thirty yard pass yeah. down the. So, the, like yeah. offside stuff like that, that's just mental stuff. Yeah. Um, playing hard stuff where you know they might call you a little late hit or something. That stuff happens. Like I'd rather see yeah. playing hard and stuff and you know absorbing some of those penalties. But you're absolutely right. We need to clean it up because yeah. We we're can't average way too many penalties. 70 extra yards to the opposing team yeah. in the game. That's the length of the dang field. I mean, it's putting them in almost in the red zone. Well, yeah, well, it's, we're averaging 59.5 yards a game in penalties. And you can't be successful when you're giving the, the opponent that much. Although, you know, Ferris State's the most penalized team in the late in the division two, and they, they're pretty good. So have they I haven't checked. Have they lost yet? Uh, so weekend before they, I think we said they won 78 to six this last weekend, they won like 38 to 10 or something like that. Goodness. Wow. Wow. Well, Hey, you know, I think since we are only like a point off, I think I won just to let you know, did you 24, 24, 21 and you were 24, 20. Didn't Davis end up with 20 though? No, they ended up with 23. Oh, that's right. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, you're right. You did win. So you know, well, when they had 20, I'm like, hold on to that 20. <laughs> yeah. No, you, you got me by a point. I got, got you by a point, but yeah, you know, that that when we when we both said that, I was like, oh man, that's gonna be a close one. Yeah. yeah. Well, we were both on the same page in that game. So I guess yeah. I've got mine written down already from earlier today. I was putting yeah, I need to soul write mine down. Um, but yeah. You want to get into Idaho? Yeah, sure. I mean, uh, just to, I guess wrap up. Final thoughts, yeah. The Davis game. Um, I felt like the whole team played really hard. Yeah. Um, Braxton Hill is still killing it out there. Uh, he's on a tear. Holy he, cow! He is. He is just. I mean, he is. The game has slowed down for him, and yep. he is getting everywhere. Um, he made adjustments where he wasn't back on pass coverage, isn't backing up as far. He was staying where he needed to be, and uh, I mean, that kid is playing out of his mind. And I think we're just going to keep keep seeing him get better each week. Um, so so let me ask you a question that was asked to Bobby. What? Do you think that we're dropping back our linebackers and we're playing more in the middle and not rushing? Because <laughs> that was shot down so yeah. quick in the press so, conference today. We we have been. Oh, yeah, we have been. We have. Like, <laughs> I was just like. Bobby hears that and he, feels like, he feels like they're giving the stuff away to uh, the opposing team. Oh, yeah. And that's yeah. why he shuts that stuff down because he feels oh, like, yeah. he feels like they're when they ask questions like that they're trying to give away his game plan yeah. and that's why he gets mad and will just I don't know you tell I me was, just I was like whoa yeah. that was interesting so don't definitely go check that out. yeah <laughs> it's uh, he gets know, maybe Coulter did something wrong so, maybe, <laughs> maybe. Kind of mad at Coulter it seemed Coulter's like. in the doghouse man yeah we we're definitely putting them back there because the, that's where we've gotten burned so much is like exactly. right in, over the center and stuff, yep. and so, which is so getting into Idaho next, but I'm glad we're doing that because they yep. like to do that right, right over there in the middle. So yep. if our linebackers like a Hill playing the way he's playing, we can shut that tight end down. And you could tell that that was happening because we are the first two drives that they had, our linebackers were back there swatting passes away. Yeah. So uh, we're going to have to do that this. Next oh, yeah. Year Idaho. yeah. We're going to have to. But so overall, I think Davis is a great road win. Yep. It's hard to win on the road, especially when it's 90, 90. I mean, look, you see up showing the crowd. Everybody's just, oh, my God. And so. The, Did you see uh, Kyle Hansen on the oh, sideline? 
Uh-uh. Oh my goodness. So definitely, uh, I feel so bad for him, but he posted a picture of him. He looks like lobster face, like oh, so bad because he's on, on the field. And I guess on the field, it was like a hundred and some oh, yeah. because of the heat burning up down. Oh there. man. I felt bad for him. So it'd be interesting this week to see him on the sidelines, see if he's recovered. Well, that's what impressed me. Like I didn't see our guys looking like they were tired or like no or anything. So they must've hydrated really well. And I mean, no, didn't see cramping. It was just, I was impressed with the heat and how they took it. Cause yeah. Yeah. Big, t- big difference from practicing up in Montana was kind of chilly last week. Oh yeah. Well, and definitely, you know, it was a good, a good uh, game where put up or shut up. Right. We, yep. we were kind of saying that last week where we got, we got to prove this. This is, this is hey, the season, that, right? That was you a had fun. to have that win. You had to have that win. It was a must win. Yep. Playoff game almost for us, really, and yep. we took it. So, yep, uh, we needed that. Now we do. You know, we talked about those four. Well, we got one of them. We got one of them. We need at least next two. week is another one that we have the opportunity. I mean, think about the opportunity we got. Number three in the country right now. Yep. For the little brown stein. Yep. I mean, that's freaking awesome. What so, what an opportunity we have to go get that thing from him. Exactly. Well, and, and I want to talk to you about that. Like, just look at, and we'll go over like the at the end of the Idaho, go over like what's what do we have left and stuff like that. Because it, 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 if we get a win against Idaho, it totally changes everything. Oh, it changes everything. Because if you so, so we're number. Let me look here. So the polls today, ten and sixteen. Yeah, they've got us at uh, yeah, ten in the coaches, sixteen in the media poll. Yeah. So I'd put us probably kind of in the middle, like thirteen or twelve, if you average so, those out. So if we, yeah, so if we, so if we beat the number three team in the country, that's gonna put us at number six. Yeah, you know? I mean, in well, the country, we might be like five, and then yeah. media will probably be eight. You know, just because yeah. media hates Montana for some reason. Well, and it, honestly, you know, if you look at how we are playing, though, like there's not a lot of people that I think that people outside of montana probably have us in their top 25 mm-hmm. i've seen us you know anywhere from 20 to 23 to 24 yeah. which you know how we were playing i don't i don't think that they're crazy yeah. no. but, and, and, but you know that this proved that we can we're a good team and we can win on the road yeah. and i think that they are slowly getting us back to where we probably should be is in the in the teens probably it helped seeing nau beat weaver state this last weekend oh man and they didn't just like close the day slocked them i'd be for real ladies and gentlemen um yeah they play next do they have a bye oh here i got it up right here just one second they they just i mean NEU just keeps getting better so wasn't it like 20 they are they got portland state at home this weekend Ooh, that is going to be a good game. Yeah. So I think that 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 is going to be because Portland State stays so off and on. Yeah. It'll be, it'll be interesting to see really NAU. So it'll be, yeah, it'll be interesting and see us, that game. I mean, yeah, we'll, uh, we'll hmm. see. So one other thing I wanted to bring up before we get in Idaho that just was yeah. new today um, the media poll is going to be considered this year for the first time in yeah. the playoff committee. Which yep. I thought was interesting. So I just, if you hadn't seen that, yep, that came out today that they're going to be looking at the media poll as well. So um, that'd which, be interesting. It I is. don't know why they why they did that though. I don't know either. I don't. I'm not sure. So they're getting away from some other metrics they looked at and uh, are doing that. Which I mean, for us, 
I'm like, okay, we're six point. I mean, usually there's not that big a spread. It's a six yeah. point spread for us. Usually it's yeah. a couple here or there. So, but again, it'll all take care of itself. Yeah. We just go keep beat on Yeah. Keep doing, yep. keep, keep winning and it'll just take care of itself. Exactly. So let's get into this Idaho game. Yep. So, uh, to this point, guys, uh, let's meet Idaho five and one, three and zero in the Big Sky. Uh, Who they play? So they played Lamar, beat Lamar forty two seventeen. Played Nevada, Nevada <laughs> creamed Nevada thirty three to six. Nevada sucks. They're a, they're a terrible Mountain West. They are a terrible, <laughs> terrible team. But then that next week, which was really interesting, they had Cal seventeen to zero. Mm-hmm. They did, and Cal stormed back to beat him thirty-one to seventeen, which was really surprising that 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 had happened. Uh, so that's their only loss is is to an FBS team. Uh, they beat Sac State thirty-six to twenty-seven. They beat Eastern Washington in a showdown that was uh, really interesting to watch, forty-four to thirty-six. Was that game in Idaho or in Eastern? No, it was in Eastern. It was in Eastern. Okay. okay. Yep. Uh, and then Cal Poly, uh, they beat forty-two to fourteen. Uh, so, you know, if you look at that, they're averaging, you know, 37, 38 plus points a game. Um, I probably around that, if you take that 17 out, it's probably a little bit lower than that. Um, but they're kind of good at offense. They, they're, yeah, they're, they're they're good at offense. Uh, yeah. Um, guys, and just to kind of go down the numbers for them, uh, points per game, like I said, 35.67. Uh, I think that 17 uh, against Cal kind of hurt them. Um, they are opponents are averaging 21.83 points. Uh, this is really interesting. They're averaging 57 first downs on running and 60 on passing. So they're pretty balanced. Yeah. Um, 238 yards on passing, 204 yards on rushing. They have 14 touchdowns in the rushing, 12 on passing, so very, very, very even. Uh, they're averaging about 22 uh, kick return average. Punt return, they're averaging about eight, which really surprises me because they have uh, Jermaine Jackson back there doing kick return and uh, punt return, which is really interesting. But then again, they don't really punt that much, and we'll go into that. <laughs> uh, field goals are 9 of 10. Uh, penalties, they are right. A little three yards above us with penalties are 50 averaging 56.17 yards. This is the crazy stat, and I think Luke and I talked about this is they just hold on to the ball, they're averaging 33 plus uh minutes with the ball, and that's that's just a killer. Yeah, if everybody remembers last year's game, it like it felt like when they played us, we couldn't get our hands on the dang ball, they just. Had these long sustained drives, and it was just like, oh my gosh, we're running out of time here. Yeah. Yep. So you think about that, and then you think about the rule change this year. Oh yeah, doesn't stop on the first down. Yeah, so they are. I mean, that their goal is to just keep that ball and keep in their offense's hand and not let your offense touch the field. It's like the Wisconsin of basketball. <laughs> <laughs> third, uh, third down percentage. They're about forty-four percent. Fourth down, they're sixty-six percent. Uh, you know, they fumbled the ball quite a bit, fourteen times. Um, and then the red zone, uh, they are amazing, twenty-six of twenty-eight. And then the red zone, nineteen of those have been touchdowns. Yeah. So th- th- they are, I believe, they are the number red number one offense in the red zone. Hmm. Um, 
So just some big sky. So they're the number uh, three scoring offense, number three scoring defense. They're the number one passing defense, the number five rushing defense, uh, number one in time of possession, number two overall offense and defense per the big sky. They're they're something else. They're a very well-rounded team. But I'm not scared. (laughs) Crazier things have happened. I I mean, they have an an amazing offense. Yes. Weapons everywhere. Um. And one thing I noticed watching film on them, when teams think they have everybody accounted for, like all the receivers and stuff, <clears throat> they're going to hit you over the middle from their tight end. Yep. Or they're going to run the wheel with the running back out of the backfield, and they're going to hit him down the field. So, again, this is another game where on defense you have to know who you got exactly. and do your job. As, as I keep hearing the players say, do your 111th. 111th, yep. We need, we need everybody to do their 111th on defense. Yep. If we do that, we can slow this offense down. And the key is going to be taking away some of those possessions from that. If we can do that, yep. uh, we have a really good opportunity to take this game. Well, and the one thing that kind of worries me is is you saw it in the UC Davis game where there was a mix-up at the goal line where I think it was uh, Jackson and um, – oh, I saw that. Garrett, uh, uh, Faust or somebody, they got and, mixed up and it was a wide open pass. Yeah. And Graves Graves yelled at Jackson. Like, you seemed yeah. like, what are you doing? Like, that was yeah. your guy. You know, so yeah. that, and him call. I mean, I was glad he called him out. It's like, do yeah. your 11th. We're all yeah. doing it. That was you. It had that. So, yeah. and so that's going to be really interesting this, this week, just because you have this team is so talented. If you give them time and you give them the opportunity, they have the players that they're going to take advantage of it. So uh, let's go and go into a little bit of a breakdown of, of players. Sure. Um, so G- Giovanni McCoy, the, I think he was, wasn't he the Jerry Rice last, award he winner last year? Jerry Rice award. And he, I mean, I'd have voted for him. Yeah. Amazing. He, he was unbelievable last year as a freshman. So yep. number five uh, QB in the big sky, but he is the uh, number three in total offense. So, um, kind of weird sat to have number three total offense, but number five big uh, QB, but that's just the big sky. <laughs> 91 of 146, 1,306 passing yards, eight touchdowns, four interceptions. He's averaging about 217 yards um, passing and average, but he's also averaging about 29 yards rushing. If we get the opportunity, we need to hit him hard. And yes, make it make his day not fun. That's that's going to be a key. If we can do that, make I mean, it like weekend, they're probably going to do like saw what Hastings did and get try to get the ball out quick so that we don't yep. get to him. But if we can get to him, uh, like and even if it's right when he's getting the ball out, we need to hit him hard yep. so that he knows he's playing the Montana Grizzlies exactly. Make it uncomfortable for him so he has to think about it. Uh, that, that's going to be a huge thing. Uh, also, they have the number two, uh, Running back in the in the Big Sky, Anthony Woods, ninety nine carries, six hundred and sixty two yards rushing, ten touchdowns. I think that he leads the Big Sky in scoring as well. Yeah, that's number um, five. He, uh, yeah, he's he is uh, he's dang good. Um, one hundred and ten yards and uh, averaging a game. He is a he's a good talent. He looks really good on tape too. I mean, he's uh, yeah. you got to be sure tackler on him. Yep. Wrap him up. So we got to make sure we're wrapping up good on him this weekend. If he has open space, you're not catching him. Um, yeah. So we've got to really get on him. Uh, 
their backup quarterback or backup running back, Nick Romano, is a pretty good one as well. Uh, 52 carries, 311 yards running, and two touchdowns. He's averaging about 51 on average. Um, so I think he's just kind of in there to um, pass protect a little bit as well yeah. as just kind of spell him. Yeah, uh, just Anthony. spell Woods and stuff when it, you know he's he's tired yep. from running so much. So. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's a good backup to have. So, and then you get the wide receivers, right? So if you if you get stop all those guys, if you stop the quarterback, stop the running back, you still have to deal with Hayden Hatton. Yep. Uh, which is, I believe, he's I the number he's, three in the Big Sky. Yeah, I think he was like preseason All Big Sky, and I think yep. he had an All American honor too in preseason. So yeah, crazy. Thirty five receptions, four hundred thirty yards, two touchdowns. He's averaging about 71 yards a game. And then Jermaine Jackson uh, does not get the attention as Hayden Hatton does, but still very, very dangerous. 300 yards this season already. So. Yeah, 20 receptions, 300 yards. Uh, and like I said earlier, he's their punt return and kick return specialist as well. So uh, one of the things that we got to talk about. And, you, for, you forgot a guy. Uh, what's that? Tara's uh, trainer, number zero. They're, he's he's their other one. So yep. And I it, you and then you you don't look at those guys and then you look at their tight ends, right? That yeah. they use so well. Um that it, it's just pick your poison, right? They're they're good at distributing the ball. Yeah. And and getting it to all their playmakers. So that's something yep. that we saw last year and they can they're still doing a good job of it. Yep. Again, so our own defense, everybody's gonna have to do their one eleventh and you know, do their assignment and not make dumb mistakes because yep. if you make dumb mistakes, these guys will beat you on it. They'll find those holes. Well, we, we've got to play like we, we can, right? We mm-hmm. we haven't played our best yet this year. If we're going to want to beat this team, we're going to have to play our best. Yeah. And we're going to have to see what we can do uh, playing a really, really good team. Yeah, Last week was a good start. Now we've got to take that oh. next step. And like Fonts was saying at the presser today, yeah. Um, I don't think Bobby what I'm talking about it, but they he was saying we got a bad taste in our mouth after last year. Oh yeah. Um, you should. We had that game and it, I mean it was two unfortunate picks from Lucas. Otherwise, I mean I felt like we were gonna we were in it the whole time. Oh yeah. Bergen's um, amazing catch. That's all I remember that you game. Know, oh my gosh. Yeah, that wasn't amazing. <laughs> the fact well, and the fact that they took the little brown stein back away from us yeah. in our house. I mean, yeah. nothing nothing would be better. I mean, right now it's kind of, I mean, kind of fun playing as the underdog. Got nothing. We're going into the damn Kibby Dome to try to go kick their butt and take the little brown sign back and beat the number three team in the nation. You do that, and then all of a sudden the haters out there are going to be going, oh, Oh, maybe the Montana Grizzlies are pretty good. Yeah. Yep. You know, once that we, uh, Luke and I both kind of (laughs) brought up off air is their punter. Ricardo Chavez, uh, they are not on the punting list for the big sky for some reason. I think that we found out right because they're only <laughs> punting 11 times this yeah. year. We, we were trying to make sure that was right. It looks like <laughs> they have only punted 11 times. So, yeah, also, Ricard, Ricardo has seven of those pun, uh, punts, and then another guy has four of those punts. But So, <laughs> imagine if we could make them punt, you know, four or five times. That's like half of it. that'd be so impressive so. <laughs> that would be really impressive right uh so seven punts he's averaging about 51.71 average his long is 70 yards 
good lord he's got four point uh four uh punts over 50 plus yards zero of his punts have been blocked he's also nine of ten from field goal range boy i'd like to change that block punt stat that would be cool i know right or the field goals right so he's only missed one and that was from 40 40 to 49 yards he's one for one from 50 to 59 three for three from 30 to 39 and four for four from 20 to 29. So 11 punts. That's, that's a, that's a, that is a crazy stat. When I saw that, I was like, that can't be right. Right. It's easier to punt and kick when you're in dome. Well, true. Although they really haven't played that much. In the they game. haven't played that much. They've like, I think they've only had like one home game, right? I think I heard something that they only have four home games this year. That is nuts. Like, full season. I think it's still dealing with that crossover F when they transferred down yeah. and lost those FBS games and just having to pick out and get games where they could in FCS. So I think that's yeah. part of the reason. Well, I think that they had some budget troubles too, where they had to get those games. Yeah. Um, so but I heard, I heard old coach X got it sold out this weekend. And that's what I heard. We'll see if they show up. If that the Kibbe Dome sold out this weekend. So, well, Montana's coming. That's why. <laughs> Uh, their defense, you know, their defense is good, guys. Uh, their leading tackler, linebacker Trey Thomas, averaging about 35 tackles. He's got one sack, two and a half tackles for loss, uh, one QB hurry. Uh, another, they're another uh, linebacker, Matthias Bertram, 29 tackles, three and a half tackles for loss. And then they've got two DBs that are, are um, leading them in tackles with. Uh, Tommy McCormick with 29 tackles and Marcus Harris with 25 tackles. He's also got a half a sack. So uh, very good defense. So the guy on defense you haven't mentioned that actually watching the film worries me is number yeah. 44. Uh, Jane, uh, J- is here. Keyshawn James Newby, I think is his name. Yep. Yeah. Uh, that kid is fast off the ball. Yeah. And uh, our tackles are going to have their hands full. Is he the defensive end? Yeah, he's their defensive yeah. end, number 44. That kid, yeah. he's got such a good burst off the ball. I mean, I was watching him going, damn, yeah. he, he's impressive. And so, I mean, if, I, if I'm noticing that, I'm pretty sure our coaches will. So, oh, yeah. wherever 44 is at, I wouldn't be surprised if we don't have, like, Evan Schaefer over there chipping him, too. Um, yep. We're definitely going to want to give, you know, our guys a hand with him because the fact that of his speed off the ball, and we just don't want need him in the backfield wrecking havoc. So now, or or just r- run towards the sideline too because yeah, we no. stretch him out a little bit. The one good thing with because he's so aggressive, you might see us just let him go. We're yep. using our RPO plays where yep. Clifton could easily he could overrun him and we could bust a big run on him. Bust a huge um, run. Also, yep. their defense runs a lot of zone. You know where they're turning him back and getting way off the field, and so just watching them, I really think. Clifton and the way he can run the ball. Yeah. Really this that that could be the one like kryptonite to the little their defense is the fact that we've got big Clifton out there, you know, running up the field and causing havoc. So and then too, we got Eli Gilman. And I mean, our offense is starting to kind of click and get an identity. And there's some of these things that we're doing that I think could really cause problems for Idaho. And uh, yeah, and I, help out. I, I I totally agree with you because you know if you really look at that tape against Eastern Washington, you know, that they did not have their, their starting quarterback. So they had a, a backup quarterback and the backup quarterback ran a lot. Yeah. And uh, a lot of the screen plays, a lot of those uh, fast 
runs uh, towards the sidelines as well. The RPOs. I, really, I really think you could see Clifton be our leading rusher. Like, he oh, could yeah, you could miss game. He could have a huge, huge 100-yard-plus yep. 100 game rushing, I think. Yep. Yeah. What right when I right when I was watching the Eastern Washington game, mm-hmm. I was like, Yeah, you're not gonna probably see, see Sam Bidlife this game um at all. Um, just because of the way that they're gonna play this game. Yeah. Uh just to make sure that also with doing that with running the ball, you're gonna be taking their offense off the field. Yeah. And if they can't have the ball, then that's that's basically switching what, what they did to us last year to them. Well, and if we start, you know, if we get Clifton out there busting these runs, yep. what they're going to start doing is putting nine on the down on the box. And they're going to keep bringing, 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 and that's what's going to, you know, again, run opens up the pass. Yep. Next, thing you know, we're running a play action, and we're hitting Fonts or Bergen down the field for a big play. Yep. So, I mean, they have holes. Like oh, they're they not have this holes. Nope. They definitely have holes, uh, and I think that's where we can really take advantage of them is our offense. Um, exactly. Again, on the defense, we got to do our one eleventh. And special teams, we need to have a game like last week where we're just dominating the special teams battle. Yeah. So are those your keys? Yeah. I th- I, yeah, I think my, one of my biggest keys in the game is letting Clifton run the ball. Run the ball. Making making their, their defense put nine in the box to stop our run game. And yep. then once they start doing that, boom, we're going to catch them over the top for a big play. Yeah. And then on defense, do your 111th. Yep. Like, do your job. Don't try to do anything else. Do your job. And if you do that, we're going to win. So I, I just wrote down here, they're able to score fast, so we've got to limit big plays and keep their uh, keep our defense off the field. Um, we've got to get pressure on the quarterback and make it really uncomfortable for them. We've got to, win, we've got to flip the uh, field position yep. and then win the turnover battle, limit their number of plays um, just because, and I wrote down here, Eastern Washington was able to run on him on them it's going to be mcdowell's game and the running the running game that that really puts us on the map for this game we need to do what they want to do to us we need to exactly get that script on them and just keep them off the off the field and take over if we win if if we win the time of possession battle we win this game yeah guaranteed we win this game yep possession battle because that's what they're trying to do okay any last thoughts man um I do have a cool story about the yes. that I thought I'd share. So back in 2000 uh, with Joe Glenn, we hadn't played Idaho in a while because they moved to FBS, right? Yep. And so we went over there and played them. And actually, I think we we had to pit play them in Pullman because they were working on the Kibbe Dome. Or, it was so oh, really? So anyways, we beat them. And Joe's got the Brown Stein because we hadn't had it in a long time. We finally won it back. And he opens it up to see what's inside of it. And he pulls out this piece of paper. And on the paper, it says, I'm, I'm going to abbreviate it, but it says F the Grizz. And he reads <laughs> it and throws it, up, throws it on the floor. And we were all just freaking out and stuff. But that uh, was really cool. Can you still open it? Oh, yeah. Because I, 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 I asked this to. As far as uh, I know you can. According to Bobby, they've tried to put liquid in it and it leaks. See, see, and that, that's what I was like wondering. I was like, can't. I wonder if anyone's tried to drink from it. Yeah, I've the story is is that they that people have and it leaks. So, oh man. But it's you I mean should be able to put some liquid in there. It's it's an old, old <laughs> rivalry, you know, like there's some of the uh, our, I think our newer younger Grizz fans that are like, why is this big deal at Idaho? Well, back I mean for years up until yeah. about 96 when Boise and the Vandals moved to FBS, 
This was our rival. Between, well, <laughs> between the, yeah, the Cats and the Vandals, that was it. Yeah. These were, I mean, these were big games. This little Brown Stein game is a big deal. There's a lot yeah. of old Grizz fans that they, that some hate them more than, like, there's a lot of Grizz fans where people thought Eastern, you know, we used to hate Eastern. That was good. Eastern's not our rival. No. The Vandals are. And there's some Grizz fans that just hate Idaho. I mean, like they hate the Cats. Well, yeah. Well, and if you look at it, like, you know, and not, not to say that the Cats aren't our, our rival, but for a long time, that game wasn't close. Yeah, no. I, and I hope I piss off the Cats for saying that. But you got to be honest. Like, for how, how many years? 25, 26 years we beat you? Like, yeah. that, that that's not a rivalry when it doesn't go back and forth. It, it is a rivalry. But those games, some of the – I've heard some of the, the stories of the Idaho games from yeah. people way back when, and they were nasty. Oh, yeah, they were nasty. I mean, that was – Very was bad. Nasty stuff. So – and and the thing is, is like Bobby and our coaching staff, they know the tradition of this. And oh, yeah, like like Fonz said today, there's a bad taste in that their mouth in the locker room. Yeah. And there's nothing better than going back over to their house and doing what they did to you and taking that Brown Stein back. Yeah, showing them, showing them, showing out and showing them, especially because we haven't even talked about this. Game's on ESPN two this weekend. I know, right? That's huge. 830 ESPN two, 830 Mountain Time, ESPN two, freaking in front of the nation great recruiting tool we go out there and kick their ass man that's going to be huge for us in recruiting and everything i wonder um, if it's still on espn plus though probably not son of a gun i'm gonna have to find well, somewhere to watch this so game. so if if <laughs> no if you if you have espn plus yeah I think you get the other games too i, my, I don't so, know like i've got mine's hooked son up to my youtube gun. tv too so i think i get both so ah son but, of a gun i might have to but yeah okay. Those of you that think it's going to be on local TV, it is not. It is nope. on ESPN2, yep. national broadcast, 8.30 p.m. Mountain Time. So so it's at 8.30. Holy crap. Which is. That's awesome for me. 9.30. That's, oh, no. So, yeah, 8.30. Yeah, so that's 7.30 because they're over. I think they're over in uh, Pacific Time over there. I'm not sure if they're. Are they really? Well, Moscow's right on the border of Washington. Oh, yeah, it is, isn't it? So, crap. I mean, it's like. I mean, them and Pullman are ten miles apart, right there. They're wow, right there. So I always forget that for some reason. Yeah, they're they're like right across the border, but uh, yeah, I just eight thirty. That, that's awesome for me because my kids are all asleep. I can just do whatever I want then. <laughs> well, my uh, my wife and kids they uh, they watch with me and yeah. watch the yell at the TV and stuff. See, so. I tried doing that with the cat game last year, and it was just it did not <laughs> go well. Let me pick. No oh, yeah. man, it was it was yeah, it was not not a good one to watch with the kids. But so. this this is gonna be fun. I mean, how cool is it that we're going there? It's supposed to be sold out. It's gonna be on yep. ESPN too. It'd be cool if it was in Washington Grizz, but hey, let's go in there, beat their ass, take that Stein back. I'd want nothing more than at the end of the game watching Bobby holding up that Stein and passing it on to the team as they go sing the fight song. Exactly, man. Oh, that's gonna be so. Oh man, I'm excited. I'm getting excited. I'm fired up, man. I am. Oh, man. So it, I wanted to go into the schedule. So, you know, I, I know you can't count your uh, chickens before the hatch, right? Uh, but, you know, if you, you win this game against Idaho, mm-hmm. you've got one, two, three, four games left, right? Yep. And you've got games against you, – you get a bye. The we get a bye right after Idaho. Yep. yep. You go to – north. you have Northern Colorado at home, uh, which – you know that that's a set that's a setup game for the next week where you have Sacramento State at home. Yeah, we can't overlook Northern Colorado. No, no. They, they almost beat Weber. I don't yep. know what Weber is right now, but you can't yep. overlook them. And we just need to kick the hell out of them in Wagres. 
but then you've got you know Sac State, and then you've got Portland State before Sac State's at, at home, right? It's at home, yeah. yeah that's good. Yeah. Okay, I thought, and so. it's at six p.m. too. Yeah, another night game. Another night game. Night games this year, and then Portland State's at eight p.m. Yeah. So it, we you have win, you win this you win this Vandal game, and it totally flips what oh. we were talking about last week. Yeah, on its head where. You win one, two, three games, and you're looking at a, a pretty good seed. Yeah, we, we beat the Vandals. I mean, that puts us, I mean, it's gonna put us up in that top five, I think, in the nation. You would, yeah. And and then and then the thing is, is then we have the opportunity to go beat the cats at the end of the season if we take care of the rest of these teams. Yep. We'll still probably be number two. And then you yeah. might at that point, you might have number four versus number two or something like that. I mean, I know we're looking yeah, ahead, but yeah, look at the opportunity we have is what we're trying to say is like, this game is huge. It's another must. I mean, if it's not necessarily a must win, but it's boy, not a must if, win, this, yeah. if we win this, it sure flips the narrative of this whole season. It does. Like, you know, after the Northern Arizona game, rightly so, we were like, oh my gosh, right? Yeah, we, we played you like know? crap in that. I mean, yeah. Idaho State, we, we play a little bit better. Not, not great. We only win by eight. And then this last game, you kind of see some some jumps up where you, you could see, okay, they're getting a little bit better. They're finding that's, themselves. That's right? the key. We're seeing that improvement, that mm-hmm. improvement. And that's usually what Bobby Houck teams are known for is as the season goes on, they keep getting better and better and better. And that's that's what I want to see is just that constant improvement of us getting better. Yep, yep. So, you know, this could do a whole lot for the team. Um, but we'll see. It, it, it's it's going to be a hard game to – to pull out, so we've got to play our best. Yeah, it's going to be a damn tough game, but it'll be a fun. It could, I mean, we have we have the talent to do it. Yeah. We have we have what we need to win this game, so we just need to go out and they need to execute and do it. Yeah. All right, Luke. Uh, we've got some fan questions. You want to do fan questions first, or you want predictions first? Let's let's do the predictions first. Okay, because I don't have mine. Idaho right now. Let's just. You yeah. go first because I don't have mine. Like I'm like still like debating. Like I'm oh, like, oh I'm gonna, no. I'll roll through this real quick. So, like we said in the polls, coaches poll we were 10th, media poll we were 16th. The versus app put us up to ninth again. So really? we rose in the versus app wow. again. Their poll. And um, I want to get their stupid score out of the way first. So they picked us to lose last week. Well, they're picking us to lose again this week. So versus app has us losing to Idaho 32 to 14. So um, that that's a little bigger than I thought it would be, but you know what? Metrics only work in baseball, so <laughs> metrics are for baseball. So I love good. it. I so love I'll it. give you my prediction. So here's my prediction for the game. Okay, it's gonna be close. Okay, Grizz pull it off. Grizz twenty eight, Idaho twenty four. Oh, okay. We can so, do fan um, questions if you're not ready for yours yet. And then no, like I keep on going back and forth. Because I, I, I do believe we could win this game. But if we don't play it 100% our best, like, it's not going to, you know. Um, we, have to, we have to ball out to win. Like We have to ball out to win. After. Um, I'm going to be – I'm going to wear my room, maroon goggles, and I'm going to say uh, – You don't have to. Don't let me talk you into it. Mm, pick those jerks from Idaho. You sure can I'm gonna say 31-28. Grizz? Grizz. All right. <laughs> All right. I like it. 31-28. Uh 
3128. Hell yeah. I like it. I like that score too. I'll take either one. So what's the do you know I, I want to look up what the what's the uh over under over under and spread? I haven't seen it drop yet. Um I was looking earlier, I didn't see it. So um there's a Montana site on on Twitter that you're X or whatever it's called now that usually drops it um on Wednesday or Thursday. But I haven't seen it drop yet this week. Okay, so I'm not a great like person to probably look this up, but it says Montana, Idaho, one thirty six point five. That's can't be right. Here, let's just see. Let me see if I can get the Vegas spread on it real quick. Um, that, if says, you... that says uh, River Casino, but I don't know what that is. Um, versus Idaho. Oh, it's basketball. That one's basketball. That was probably basketball. Sorry, guys. <laughs> I'm like, 136? What the hell? Okay, so right now, that can't be right. <laughs> it, it might be pulling up basketball scores. Oh, maybe it is, because I was like, we're favored by four and a half? <laughs> <laughs> no way. <laughs> can't be right. Like, what the hell? I don't know. Well, let's get into the, uh, we can get into the fan questions. I'll still try to look here and see if I can get it pop up on Twitter or something. Oh, that's 22. What says 10, nine. Yeah. Like I said, you they'll post it later this week. I just, it just yeah. might not be out yet. That might, it might not be out yet. Be they they kind of wait for, they wait for like sort of the betting to start, you know, and then things to, they may just not have it out yet. All right, are you ready for questions, man? Yeah. All right, here we go. Uh, Grizz fans from E Grizz. Uh, Luke, as a former D lineman, are you seeing anything schematically from the O lines of our last three opponents that would ex- explain our lack of sacks? Okay, I talked about this earlier a little bit. Okay. It's not so much the O line play, it's the fact that like, the quarterback's getting the ball out of his hands so fast. We're yeah. not. We don't have enough time to get there. And now here's the other thing with our defensive line, it is set up more to take up those blockers and allow the guys like Riley Wilson to get through and get sacked. So he's, he's our Pat O'Connell, like what we have, he's that same position. So that's the guy we're going to be looking to get sacks and stuff. If governor's getting sacks or like um, now we got Cashman are back and stuff. That means that they're taking their double teams and busting through and getting through them. Yeah, really, this defense design is for those D linemen to really take it up and then get up the field. But like I said, Hastings was getting the ball out so fast, we didn't have time to get get him sacked. Yeah, and then weeks prior, we were just arm tackling and yeah. doing dumb things. So uh, yeah. I was impressed with Cashmitter the little bit he was in there. His hand movement looked great. He was getting his hands and working them hard off the off the blocks and getting around them. So. Um, I'm imagining he's going to play more this week. I would, ho- I would hope so. Just to really I would think there. so. Um, I think they were just trying to ease him back into it after being hurt. So yeah. um, I'm really hoping that uh, we get some sacks this week. Or again, like I said, if we can't get the sack, at least get there and hit him. Yeah. Like no legal stuff, but like if you're there, is pounding him right as soon as the ball's getting released, he's going to start thinking about it. He's going to more happy feet and stuff. So exactly, but if we could get to him whether it's Riley. Or cash, or you know, 
any of our guys, that'd be great. Well, and especially with with what we're doing on the back end of our defense with playing more zone mm-hmm. and, and dropping our, our linebackers, I think it's going to be really important to get that pressure so that, you know, the wild throws are off one leg or off your back foot yeah. where they're not going to be as accurate. Those are yeah. those 50-50 balls where we can go up and get it as well. So Absolutely. Yeah, if we can get so, him throwing, throwing off his back foot and things like that, it's going to really make a big difference. All right, our next question from from Du Bois' mom. Uh, <laughs> my only questions are as follows. You will probably end up discussing them before you get to the questions and answer part. Uh, other than cleaning up the penalties and turnovers, what do you do? Each of you see as the keys to getting in a win against the Vandals in Moscow. You know, like, and I think we went over these, but we'll repeat them um, again for you. I have them written down. I think we kind of both both said the same thing with um, being able to get some pressure on them and making it a little uncomfortable, uh, making sure that we kind of uh, run the ball and make sure that the time of possession is kind of flipped. Um, and then I also said, you know, making sure that we win the field possession in the turnover battle. Um, and then just I know you said, Luke, winning or winning or doing your 111th. Yeah, our defense – just needs to do their 111th and do their assignment because of the fact that they have so many weapons. Where we, where we could lose or have issues is if someone doesn't do their job and that's yeah. going to leave one open and, you know, their, their Walter, Jerry Rice, Jerry Rice award winning Giovanni McCoy will, you know, find those guys if we, if we let them open. So um, on defense, we just need to do our assignment, stop them. And then on offense, just, pound the ball and run the clock and flip that flip their game onto them is really, I think the key for us to win. Yeah. Um, the next question I, I'm kind of uh, looking up um, because I know, I know we had, uh, I heard it last year, but the question is here. I was looking it up while you're talking. Uh, it says, also, the Grizz seem to be uh, kind of snake bit when playing on the road in big games, i.e., for example, the last road game against e- Eastern Washington, which was on uh, ESPN. Mm-hmm. Does this win at Davis give them the confidence to overcome this, or do we then implode again on national TV? Well, there was that – I know we were like uh, – oh, no, we, we, we had a losing record – on uh playing on ESPN. What about um, uh, on the what about ESPN the two? Not the Washington game. We kicked their ass and that was on Yeah, that. but that wasn't on I think he was getting at the ESPN. Like that wasn't on ESPN. That was on the Pac twelve network. Ah, still national TV. It's still national TV. Yeah. But I think that um one and, of the things is that the on ESPN two or ESPN um so with, whatever with we that, had a losing that record. Eastern Washington game, you know, we we're playing the red turf and if I remember right um, was it Cam, our quarterback? Yeah, our quarterback Cam got, he got hurt at the end there. Yeah, and I yep. think we had Chris Brown in all of a sudden. And he had to chuck it up. So yep. and we were we were in that game right to the end. So yep. one thing I got to say is like, let's say let's say Clifton has to come out for some reason. I feel pretty confident with Vidlak to be able to come in and do something I do too. Um, yeah, this is yep. the one time where I'm actually like, okay, we got a we got another quarterback that I think is damn good too. Yeah, so that really changes things and. Um, we have a stable running back, so if one of them decides that they don't feel good or need to come out for a little bit, well, 
next man up. I mean, they, exactly. Osmo and Gilman are just killing it. And we yep. got X back there that's doing a good job. And Childs, he's been kicking ass out there on special teams. I oh, he's been doing amazing. Great on special teams. So, you know, I'm glad that he's kind of found a role to do other – like they found something for him to do too, not just sit there and back up everything. But the fact that he's a special teams player, that means we got the four running backs sitting there ready to go. So, um, I, you know, what an opportunity we have to flip that narrative and go out there exactly. and kick your ass on ESPN2 and – Again, make everybody see that you know we can play on the big stage. Um, want to give a shout out to Ski Bum. He doesn't have a question, but he's just giving us uh, um, some praise and, and some nice thoughts. Oh, cool. um, but wanted wanted to uh, shout out to him. Thanks for thanks for listening. Um, listen to the pod and thanks for the review of the game. Uh, maybe the ninety degrees heat first half helps explain improved defense. Second half, the decision making. For the QB play at the end, just trying to keep him standing till the end and not have a sub. Not interviewed post game probably took a while to rehydrate. Are they talking about Clifton not getting uh, I don't remember. So, because I think they interviewed Fonts after the game. They interviewed Fonts, yeah. Yeah. So, well, he was, then Fonts was the player of the game too. Yeah. So I'm sure that they just. Big you know, yeah. of the week. I mean, he killed it out there. So, yeah. No. Um, this is from, that was from Grizz CC 1979. Um, so thank you for your, for that. Um, this is putter putter. I think, uh, with the number of former QBs on this staff, do you think they will be able to continue to work with McDowell to help him with his passing? Yes. He's I I've already seen improvement. He's I mean, seen, I've seen improvement too. Yeah, he, I, definitely improving they're still misses yeah. um but thank goodness we have some good receivers too because they're doing back catches i mean there's there's times they're having to be good receivers but um he's improving week to week he uh, is he he's is. gonna get better especially since we're keeping him playing out there and and see i i think he's improving is he gonna become a drop back passer no that's not what he is he's a run first quarterback so um, to continue to work on to make him better with passing, is he going to pass it for thirty times? No, I hope not. If you're passing him thirty times, that's probably not something you're going to be winning that game yeah. for. Um, do I do I have confidence in developing a QB? That's another another question that I don't know. Just because we haven't really developed one within um, for a while. Um, so do I see McDowell getting better? Yes. Do I think he'll, he will continue to get better as a passer? I think so. I don't think he's going to be a vidlack. No. I think, I still think vidlack is a, a better passer. Yeah. He's, um, he's a better national thrower. Yeah. Sure. So I think, I'm sorry if I didn't answer your question, Putter, but, um, uh, I, yeah. I, that's what I think. The one thing about McDowell too, is we can play to his strengths. Like, okay, sure. Yeah. Sure. He's not the greatest passer, but yeah. look what we have. We have junior Bergen. Yep. We got Keelan White. We got Aaron Fonts, who do great if you can get him the ball in space. Yeah. And so you don't have to throw the ball 50 yards down the field. Yeah. If you just get those guys in space and doing slant routes and you know little outs and stuff or screens, yep. let them go because they have the skills to make people miss. And so let's do that. Get the ball out quick. Get it to those guys and let them do their thing. And ultimately, like, and this is hard to say, but for some reason. 
the line reacts better to McDowell. And, 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 and I don't know why. I don't know if it's just, hey, they like to run block a lot more than they like to pass block. But it, it's not something that no one else can see. Like, you see it pretty yeah. pretty drastically. They respond better to him. Now, is that just because he's young and he needs a little bit more work? Is it young where he just needs to – Vidlak needs to – get more of a more boisterous kind of take leadership role. I don't know. Um, but you, the way that you see and you watch these games, they respond better to him. Yeah. And so right now, what makes us a better team is you have to have your line respond and you have to have your line blocked. And so it, 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 it just makes him have that. Position. It, it, it feels like Clifton's taking that leadership role. He's, he's grabbing it. And, you know, we saw it, um, the, in the previous game when his, the helmet popped off and he was jumping up and was yeah. all fired up, it was like against Idaho State. I'm like, oh, boy, there yeah. it is. That's what we're looking for, that well, that that same it factor that Sneed had where it was like, you know, I'll smack you in the mouth too. And, and he, he's that way. Like he's yeah. wanting to hit and push forward. And, like, I have I saw him, like, point calling guys out a little bit and stuff. And, you know, that's you need that guy that's going to be that leader for the team and pull them together. And he's starting to take that role. I, I'm noticing that, and yep. I love seeing it because that could blossom into a whole other thing, and he could take control of that offense, and we could see a lot more good things out of him and the whole offense. Yeah, I think so too. Well, I believe that was our last question. So, hey, uh, everyone that gave us questions in, and this gave us some, some nice thoughts as well. Uh, we appreciate it. Uh, yeah. thanks for the questions. I keep on listening, keep on giving us those questions you guys have. And, uh, man, we've got an eight o'clock. If you're on Montana time or, or mountain time, eight o'clock start. Eight isn't yeah. eight. Eight thirty. Sorry. Gosh. Eight thirty. Yeah. yeah. Good Lord. Even later. Eight thirty. Yeah. Man, that's going to be a long game. Oh my gosh. Yeah. It's, uh, it's like the pac 12 after dark. It you is. Know, it's like grab a cocktail, get your popcorn, and, you know, man, grizz, 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 grizz football for the little brown stein. I want and that damn stein back. It's like I too. just pissed me off last year when they're holding it up, and that was like the picture that they had of Eck all year long was him holding the damn stein and watching. Oh yeah, let's uh, let's just return the favor. Well, Jeff. and I'm looking at like one thing that I wanted to kind of look at is what other games are going to be going on at this point? And that's what I'm trying to look up right now because like that at night, that at that time. Yeah. Because eight 30, I think that there's not going to be that many games. No, there's, there's not a whole lot of games. I mean, that late it's uh, here. I'm almost there. We got my Wednesday, Thursday, Saturday. So at that nine o'clock. Yeah. San Diego state, Hawaii. Yep. Um, Boise, I, yeah, Boise, yeah, Boise State, Colorado State. Yep. And the UCLA Oregon State game will just be getting over, probably. Uh, so you've got yeah, it's basically Mountain West. So I mean, really, yeah, the Mountain West is playing, and a lot of time, I mean, those games finishing up, you're going to Montana, Idaho, and like if people like, so yeah. here's one thing I do a lot: I look at the scores and see what game looks good, and yep. then I jump to that game. I'm like, oh, that game looks like it sucks, and so you know. There's a lot. There's a lot of Grizz fans, you know. Well, across. and you might get like Auburn LSU play at five o'clock. That game's probably getting over around seven thirty. Yeah, you could probably get, or maybe even eight o'clock. You could be probably getting some of that SEC. Yeah. Well, um, 
and teams with that there's, one. there's no there's no Pac-12 after dark that weekend. The, no. The, the Pac-12 game, or Pac-2, uh, for our friends there at Washington State, there's a lot of Washington State fans that are Grizz fans. Well, they're yeah. going to be watching at 5 o'clock the Arizona-Washington State game on the Pac- Pac-12 network. Yeah. As soon as that game is over, they're all going to be switching over to Montana to watch Montana yeah. beat Idaho. Yeah, because after 5 o'clock, after five, the, five, the last ESPN games at 5, and then you've got CBS, SN, NBC, Peacock. You have an ABC game at 5.30. You've got the Fox game of the week at uh, UCLA, Oregon State at 6. Yeah, well, then they got ESPNU. ESPNU. UAB yeah. versus uh, yeah, UTSA. Yep, and we then beat, you got, we beat them out for the for the ESPN two. That's games. awesome. Yeah, because they know but now. That's at the Alamo Dome too. <laughs> yeah. We beat we beat them out. So that's sweet. You know, and it's it's a rivalry game. We got the little brown sign. This this yep. is back forever. Yep. Um, I was just gonna gonna remember when the first one was. I was gonna look that up real quick. Oh, the so one thing. Nineteen oh three. Nineteen oh three. One hundred twenty years ago. So I, I I've got was the first so meeting. you know when uh, this is an Idaho, Idaho State I totally forgot you know Idaho State won the national championship yeah in eighty one eighty one you yeah. know that uh, I have one of the game balls from when Montana uh, beat them oh really yeah I have a I have a sign the one I, loss they had that year was when Marty Morningwig was our was quarterback yep. for us. And yep. we beat him. We're the one team to beat him that year. Was the great? Yeah. So I have one. I have one of the game balls with the game score on it. That's awesome. Uh, my grandfather is in the Hall of Fame, so he he got one of the game balls. Um, so right. yeah, I'm gonna so. I'm gonna need a photo of that because that's there you go. I want. To- <laughs> <laughs> and we can't express uh, our gratitude for you guys listening. Uh, make sure you rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast. Get a hold of us. We want to hear from you, no matter what. Uh, we love talking Grizz sports, and it doesn't matter when. Um, so, and if you're watching on YouTube and you see my awesome shirt, that shirt is amazing. Kitty, kitty, uh, hit me up; um, they are for sale. Uh, Jody, this gal, is selling them uh, on Facebook. So they, they have them in this color, and uh, yeah, show them the other one. The other show one. The other one. This is the, we got the old school one too for those of you watching on online. In the maroon, that, that's badass. Yeah, isn't that awesome? Oh my gosh! You got the FTC tattoo. Freaking! I saw that. I was like, I gotta have one. Give me both. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> All right, man. Well, guys, like always, we'll see you next week. And uh, go Grizz! Heck yeah, go Grizz! <laughs>